Marissa Longeni, CEO of Hockey South Africa, and now joins us on the line. Marissa, a warm welcome to the show. It's still Women's Month, so a happy Women's Month to you. Thank you, Romy. Same to you. How do you celebrate? Do you celebrate? And is this month significant to you at all? I think certainly um, I do personally celebrate. I always take time out to think about all the phenomenal women that we have within one, the sporting Mm. industry Mm. and generally within South Africa and continually to remind ourselves that the glass ceiling doesn't exist. Mm. We've got to make sure that we are the pioneers and that we are the ones that make sure that whatever feelings there are in society, we crack them wide open. Yeah, I love that. I love that. But then again, another opportunity that has come in, the men and the women's hockey teams have not failed us, and that's the Olympics uh, in Tokyo. Correct. We hosted the African qualifier in Stellenbosch from the 12th to the 18th of August. And fortunately, in true South African fashion, our two teams um, won their respective events. And obviously then met the um, qualification criteria as set by the International Hockey Federation and the IOC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How is it that as much as if you take a look at hockey, and please forgive me, I'm going to say if you look at it compared to the other sports, it's, it's quite the stepchild. You know, uh, if you look at the major sports that are so fully funded, yet when it comes to the results, hockey never fails. Yes, I think we, we, you know, we've got to pay credit to to the kind of players that we have, to the dedication that they have to to their craft. Mm-hmm. Um, hockey is an amateur sport in South Africa, and as such, you know, all the efforts that the players do is normally after varsity, after school, or after work hours, and they really, really give it their all. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. the various events that we've been featured in in the last twelve months are testament to exactly that. So. An amateur sport in South Africa, but as you've mentioned, the team still managed to pull out mm. some fantastic results. But is it a sticky situation as much as we're celebrating and talking about it now? Uh, Saskok omitted hockey from the Olympic team uh, in Rio 2016, despite both sides having secured qualification. What are we staring in the face now? I think we're in a situation where... Um, the teams have obviously got to to comply with the qualification standards that set by SASCOC. Um, generally, what happens is you've got what they call the general selection criteria, mm-hmm. which is signed off by the council of SASCOC. And this particular um, selection criteria always states that the continental qualification route is not sufficient. So what SASCOC then do is have one-on-one meetings with national federations and then sit and try and craft what they call the code-specific selection criteria. Mm -hmm. And in terms of hockey, the code-specific criteria read that we needed to finish in the top two at the hockey series events. Um, The men participated in India and the women went to Valencia. Mm -hmm. And on top of finishing in the top two, both teams had to then win their respective continental qualification tournaments. The other route would be then to qualify via the Olympic qualification event, which takes place a little bit later this year. So as it stands at the moment, in terms of the men's team, they've managed to tick both those blocks. They Mm -hmm. came second in India and they um, won the the tournament in Stellenbosch. The girls finished fourth in Valencia and won their respective um, continental qualification tournament. Mm -hmm. So at this point, um, we are fairly confident that the men's team have met the criteria 
And we are also very wary that SASCOC still makes the final decision mm. in terms of the final makeup of Team South Africa. So we still got our eye on the ball in terms of, of that particular team. But with regards to the women's team, we obviously still need to find another avenue for them to, to actually qualify for, for Tokyo. Mm-hmm. So it isn't celebrations all round yet. What would be the next qualification step for the women's team? So the next qualification step would be dependent on a a number of of other variables. And it's quite a a complex set of things that need to happen at the same time in order to guarantee them a seat at the table at that um, October event, Mm. um, which is the Olympic qualification tournament. So um, it's not quite clear at this point which teams will be at that event because there's a number of other continental tournaments that are currently taking place throughout the world. And once those events have been concluded, the National Hockey Federation will then confirm which teams could still make it into the Olympic qualification event. So it's not a it's not an easy answer that I can give you at mm, this point, mm. but there's a number of things that need to happen and fall into place to to see if our team would actually end up with a ticket to to that tournament. So we can't scream and shout just yet because I want to get excited. Yes, the women still have some way to go, but the men, we also still hold our breath with the hope that they are going. You know, it's, it's very frustrating, uh, Romy. You know, in, in a normal situation, if this was a, a, a cycle of the World Cup, we would be kicking and screaming. We would be mm. throwing out all the fanfare. We would be like, the team has done what they need to do and they will be at the World Cup. But in the alternate two years to that is the Olympic cycle. And we never, you know, even our players right now, they're like, we're thrilled, we're excited, but we don't know. Mm. (laughs) Because the ultimate for them is not just winning the continental tournament. The ultimate for them is actually getting to Tokyo. So it's it's a bit of a bittersweet moment. Um, And even for the men, as we're saying, they've met all the criteria, but they still don't know if they will go for sure. Um, and it's very, it's a difficult spot to be in. And it's quite frustrating um, for, for the players and for the coaching staff and mm, equally mm, for ourselves as mm. administrators. I can imagine that because how do the players feel? You do the work. Yes, you qualify. Now you sit there thinking, what's the use? What's the use I give my all when we have to sit here, you know, biting our nails Wondering if the sport that we love is even going to make it to Tokyo, even though we tick all the boxes. Absolutely. And it's it's, it's quite frustrating. It really, really, truly is. And um, the players are almost saying to me, Marissa, please, can you give us a guarantee? We really need to know, are we going or are we not going? And um, if that decision was was on my hands, I know exactly what I would say. (laughs) It would be quite easy for me. Um, But, yeah, you know, we've obviously got to respect the processes that that are in place within the sporting fraternity in South Africa. And we await SASCOC's final decision. Um, I know that there has been some interviews done with the spokesperson of SASCOC, and he has basically confirmed that the team will go. But I'm a little bit more (laughs) pessimistic. I need that piece of paper. Black and white, That will say... Yes, your team has been entered and it's, and it's going. Mm. So we are also wary that the International Hockey Federation has not yet put, put pen to paper and actually written to SASCOC and confirmed that by winning the Continental qualifier, the teams have effectively qualified. Yeah. And what SASCOC would then need to do when they receive the, the official correspondence, they would either have to accept the entry or decline the entry. And I think that's the big moment that we are all waiting for, um, especially for the men, because they know they've ticked the blocks. So yeah, yeah. We, we, we are still anxious. Um, and I think given the experiences that we've had in the past, rightfully so, 
Um, but we, we're hoping that, that a lot of that will transpire in, in this new week. Mm-hmm. Well, fingers crossed. We're also waiting with bated breath here at Radio 2000. So we will be catching up with you. And let's put it out into the universe. The next time you and I chat, it's going to be good news. I hope so. I'm <laughs> praying so. <laughs> so, uh, Marissa, thank you so much for always making time for us here on The Touchline. We appreciate you. Thanks, Romy. More than right welcome. Right back at you. Thank you. See.